Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Grace and Peace, Heart to Heart. This is your host, Zenobia Bailey, and I hope everyone is having a marvelous day today. This chapter has been entitled, for reading purposes, has been entitled, Ignite the Spark, Fan the Fire, and allow the result to spread like a virus. Sharon Betters and Susan Hunt, the authors of Aging with Grace, Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture, wrap up today's podcast with their concluding thoughts. And as I've written in the profile, It has been my extreme pleasure to not only be a beneficiary of their wisdom, but to have personally known Sharon, Chuck, and their family for the two years that my husband and I were members of a very vibrant church in Delaware. Sharon was a powerful ladies' ministry leader then. This just one of several books she's authored or co-authored is an example of the work our great God continues to do through her as well as through Susan, not only for their individual good, but that of so many others. Sharon and Susan, we applaud and thank you for sharing such an open testimony with all who read or hear Aging with Grace, Flourishing in an Anti-Aging Culture. I'd be remiss not to thank the Lord for putting this book in the hands of another dear friend, Gayla Harris, who made it known to me, not realizing that there was any connection between me and Sharon. This too is another example of the Lord, whom I will call here Tapestry Maker for the purpose of reference and the tapestry where before time he knew these lives from the District of Columbia to Delaware to Georgia to New York, North Carolina, Indiana, Maryland, and then Washington State would intersect 
and lead to a podcast audience listening to Betters and Hunt. An audience from China, the UK, Russia, Ghana, and the mighty United States of America. Because of this writing and reading, may we all equip ourselves and embrace the privilege that we have been given to age with grace and flourish in this anti-aging culture. Thank you, ladies, and thank you, Lord. So, from Sharon, she writes, During a conversation with a friend who lost a son, I asked her, Is it true God doesn't give us more than we can handle? She laughed and responded, No, and I'm living proof of that. Sadly, many of us face terrifying enemies, believing God wants us to fight them on our own because, after all, he doesn't give us more than we can handle. Perhaps it takes growing old to recognize this statement as a lie. Aging with grace sometimes feels impossible. It is more than we can handle. Paul gave us a biblical perspective when he wrote, we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of itself, of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. On him, we have set our hope. It's in those most broken places that we can learn to cry out. We are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you, Lord. In 2011, Chuck had a widowmaker heart attack. And in 2016, he retired from pastoral ministry. A few months later, he had brain surgery, which resulted in an unexpected complication. Instead of going home as planned, we settled into a rehabilitation center where Chuck seemed to be in a semi-comatose state. He later told me he felt imprisoned by a dark cloud, trapped between life and death. As I watched over Chuck and prayed for him to come back to us, the Lord reminded me of the exciting days of serving alongside my husband in two inner city churches where we learned to trust God for daily provision. I smiled at the memory of the six-year honeymoon we experienced when Chuck returned to our home church as a pastor, and I wept over the four years of conflict that followed this idyllic time. Here, I learned the meaning of lament. Then I remembered how God prepared a safe place for us in a church where everyone knew our warts but loved us anyway. A year later, breast cancer threatened my life. During the months of intense chemotherapy, God taught me what it means to receive his treasures in the darkness, designed to turn my heart 
toward his love. Four years later, I clung to God's promise to send those treasures after the death of our son, Mark. Long-term grief taught me God is not afraid of my questions, and he holds me tightly in his grip. Remembering God's past faithfulness when fear for Chuck overwhelmed me, encouraged me to hold on to the hope and confidence that no matter the outcome, our God would not abandon us in that hospital waiting room. The surgery left Chuck with severe vertigo or vertigo, and loss of hearing in his left ear. Chuck's disabilities and other disappointments in this season of life drive us to our knees where we cry out, Lord, don't know what to do. So our eyes are fixed on you. Though our journey is sometimes hard, we are grateful for the joy we experience every day through the many blessings the Lord pours over us. Throughout this book, we have walked with biblical women whose confidence in God's promise of a redeemer fueled their faith. We have also met contemporary women who cling to Jesus as they navigate the unexpected twists and turns in their last season of life. Because of their faith in the finished work of Jesus, each woman chooses, sometimes a thousand times a day, to believe she is part of God's bigger story and her life is about his glory. I am grateful for women like these who cheer us on with this declaration. God is sovereign and we can trust him. I pray the scriptural truths of this book help you flourish wherever you are in life's journey. Every time God gives you more than you can handle and the more powerless you feel, the deeper into the heart of God you can travel. Our Father is not afraid of your questions and you are safely in his grip. Take some time away from the distractions of daily life and ask the Holy Spirit to open your mind and heart to God's word. Write out your fears and cry out to God for answers. Ask God to remind you of his past faithfulness and write a list of spiritual and physical blessings. Make a list of what torments and discourages you. And when you feel hopeless, pray, Lord, I don't know what to do, so my eyes are fixed on you. Over each broken place, choose to worship God with words similar to the prophet Habakkuk's prayer. And as you do, hear the voices of sisters from of old and across the world today praying with you. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet, yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take hope. I will take joy in the God of my salvation.
And now from Susan. She says, Thank you for joining our quest to know what God's word says about glorifying him in old age. We have learned more than we had space to write, and there is more to learn until we fly away and faith becomes sight. My sisters, wherever you are on life's timeline, begin now to pray for grace to finish strong, which means finishing weak. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. May our response be, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. When I am weak, then I am strong. I knew this intellectually, but at age 63, I had a sudden and severe attack of vertigo that was eventually diagnosed as a virus in my inner ear. It caused total deafness in that ear and nerve damage that causes poor balance. So my body has to work hard to compensate, causing chronic weakness and fatigue. This abrupt change in my physical capacity helped me learn experientially the power and the sweetness of weakness. When my world started spinning wildly, I had no idea what was happening. I don't remember much about the next few days, but I vividly remember my first thought. I did not formulate it. It's Father, help me to welcome whatever you are bringing into my life. And there was peace a stillness of soul. As I had reflected on that moment, I realized this thought came from deep within me. The Holy Spirit reminded me of everything that I knew about God's love and sovereignty and encapsulated it of faith. Since that time, as I wake each morning, I ask the Lord to give me grace to welcome whatever he brings into my life that day and strength to glorify him in it. Over the years, there were times when this prayer became rote, but I still continued. And then Sharon and I wrote this book. We were in our final editing phase before sending it to the publishers when I fell. And shortly after I recovered, Jean was hospitalized. As I write this, we are now at home with a caregiver to help me care for him. I'm tempted to ask, why did I write this book? Didn't I know the enemy would assault me with the ravages of aging? But I am not willing to give Satan credit for the suffering of aging that Jean and I are experiencing. Daily, God gives us grace to welcome what he sends. He gives us comfort through his presence and confidence in his promises. <clears throat> he makes us glad. This is a gladness that transcends our circumstances. Grief and gospel gladness can coexist. So I continually pray Psalm 86, 3 through 4, 
which says, Be gracious to me, O Lord, gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Walk in his mercy, ladies. Trust in his providence. Remain in his love. Rely on his strength. Stand fast. Don't fight or deny your weakness. Instead, let it bring a childlike dependence. (laughs) Excuse me. Let it bring a childlike dependence upon our Father who tells us, listen to me, O house of Jacob, who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb, even to your old age, I am he. And to gray hairs, I will carry you. That's from Isaiah 46. This lovely imagery expresses how I feel about being an old lady. I feel like a tired, dependent, glad, and grateful little girl being carried in the arms of her father, calling to her friends, look how good and strong my daddy is. And she knows that when she falls asleep in his arms, She'll wake up at home and will dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore. I often pray the prayer from the hymn, O sacred head now wounded. O make me thine forever, and should I fainting be, Lord, let me never, never outlive my love to thee. That's my prayer, but my comfort And confidence is that even if my mental faculties fade and I forget my love for Jesus, I will never, never outlive his love for me. So, dear sister, let's join generations of flourishing ones who preceded us and confess our faith. And with this, We have concluded this marvelous book. Before we leave, I'd like to pray. Lord, may each one who hears one or all of these readings, may each one of us find it in our hearts to determine to take on what you have left for us, your faithfulness, your love, your salvation, first and foremost, your steadfastness, your provisions, your word, Lord God, that we too will not only age with grace, but we will flourish in this anti-aging culture and that we will never, ever outlive our love for you. Thank you so much again for joining me during all of these weeks reading 
Aging with Grace. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 